Today's daf is daf Chav Ches, page 28 in the Saita. And we are up to the Gemara. Now, the Mishnah started at the beginning of the fifth parak, okay, towards the top of Chav Zayin Amad Beis. And we had a number of halachas that were decided the day that Rabbi Lozab ben Azariah came and entered the yeshiva. And now all of a sudden there was more pilpul. There was more conversation in the yeshiva. And the more people you have learning Torah, the more halachas you come out with. And the Mishnah gave us a number of drushas that Rabbi Akiva gave. And then finally we had a drusha from Rabbi Yeshua. All of them are coming, uh, practically speaking, halacha lemaisa. A few of them have to do with Saita, and a few of them were separate teachings. But be it as it may, we said in the beginning of the Mishnah that the same way the waters, and this is going to be the focus of today's daf, the same way the May Saita checks her, so too does it check him. She'll explode and he explodes. All right, so here we go. Aisai, the same way it affects her, it affects him. Aisai Laman, who's him? Elaim of Baal, if you're going to tell me that it's referring to the husband, bottom line. Yeah, the bottom line of Chavzayin of Abes. Elaim of Baal, if it's referring to the husband, Baal Mayavid. Why is the husband being punished? For bringing his wife to drink the cider waters? It can't be, it's checking him. But he tame if you're going to say, get ready for this. Maybe it's touch, checking the husband, the Isbe Avain. That if the husband ever himself had a forbidden relation, right? Now, what sort of forbidden relation? So Rashi says, Shabbat Remember, after the wife has yichud with the man, they're forbidden to each other until they drink mesaita. What if they have relations together? It doesn't work. Oh, so, so that's the Gemara is going to say right now. The Gemara said, The waters don't work. If they had beautiful, Rabbi Rabbi time learned in the Bryce of Anika Ishmi Avayin. When a, a man is clean from Avera, that only when he's clean from sin, that's when the Mesaita checks her out. Only when the husband and wife do not have relations does the water check her. It's not going to work. So we know for sure that if she drinks and she's tame, it's not checking the husband. Because it says the Gemara, there's nothing to check him for. Think about it. How's it checking the husband? Maybe he had an affair while they're married. You're allowed to have an affair with another woman. A man's biblically allowed to have two wives. Maybe an Okay, but we're referring to an Isra within this relationship. Something that gets in the way of this relationship. The oven has to do with the good. So it has to do with an oven within this specific relationship. There, there's nothing to throw on the guy. There's no water to, to, to pour on him. Ella, rather, you know who else it's checking besides for her? Ella, Labayel. It's checking Labayel. Rabbi Nid Gemar. Ella, Labayel. Rather, it's referring to the uh, adulterer. But then, listeni kidiktani seifa, we should do, we should write it the way, same way it ends, says then the Mishnah, Kashem Shasur Labal, Kachasur Labayel. The same way she's also to her husband, so too, she's also to the Bayel. What the Gemara is asking is, instead of saying, Kashem Shemaya Bayel Kenaisa, Kachamayim Bayel Kenaisa, we could have. Just said the bile. We didn't need to write eyesight. Valdik, very good. The one says, Lailam the bile. Rather, it's referring to the bile. The ratio in the beginning of the Mishnah, since we said that the water's shaker, it says check him, safer, but in the end of the Mishnah, I did ton baal, ton bile. Okay. It says, I saw, I saw, I saw, I saw, baal, bile. So we're just staying consistent 
with, uh, with the expressions. Bottom line is, says the Gemara, when we say the way we learned it originally, if she was Tomei and a real Saita and she drinks and she explodes, who else is going to explode even if he's across the world? The Baal. He's going to magically explode from, the, from her drinking. Okay? Beautiful. Two dots. We're now at the uh, colon, about uh, 10 lines from the top of Chavches Amar Aleph, 28a. Back to the Mishnah. How did we know that the water checks both her and him? Shenemar uva'u uva'u. Okay? And it goes in and it goes in. Ibailu, they ask the question searching for information. Ba'u uva'u ka'amar. When we say ba'u uva'u, and the water goes in and the water goes in. Okay? Ubau uba'u ka'amar. Or do we mean to say that it says, and the water goes in, and the water goes in. In other words, what are we using? The Gemara is asking a, a, a shayla, not a challenge. We just want to know this halacha of including the boel, including the adulterer, in the in imploding and in, in dying because of what's happening, because you're drinking the mesaita. Is it learned out from ba'u uva'u that extra vav, or is it coming out from uva'u uva'u the fact that it repeats it? Is, is it an extra vav, or is it the, the repetition? That's the shaila. Tashma, come and listen. The same way she's ushered to her husband uh, after she has yichud with this man, she's also forbidden to the Okay, And this is a halacha in general, that if you're a woman who, who has an affair, she doesn't even need to be a saita, woman has an affair with somebody as a married woman, halacha is... That she meets, she gets divorced from her husband. They're not allowed to be together, and she's also forbidden to the man who had an affair with her. Okay, she's going to have to marry uh, a third guy. We still have a shaila nitma nitma akamar ay nitma vinitma akamar. When it says nitma vinitma, are we talking about the vav or the repetition there as well? Tashma, come and listen. Rabbi Yaima Rabbi says parsha vinitma vinitma. It says it twice, once for the husband and once for the adulterer. So you see it's the repetition. It's gonna, it means that Rebbe is coming to argue on the Vav. Okay, or whether or not we're darshan up the uh, uh, darshan up the Vavin. And he wants to tell me that uh, the Vav of Vinitma is, is the uh, drasha as opposed to the repetition. Beautiful. Zakti Gemara. Hilkach. Therefore, Le Rabbi Akiva, according to Rabbi Akiva, who darshins Vavin. Rabbi Akiva is going to take every Vav, right? We know the famous story of Rabbi Akiva learning out, uh, darshining every S in the Torah. Yeah, and he got to S. Hashem Lekachatira didn't want the darshans. He was ready to give up on all of his drushes in the Torah until finally uh, we said that it's referring even to uh, uh, parents. But Rebbe Kiva was the king of understanding every drusha to uh, to extrapolate. So Rebbe Kiva, she's a According to Rebbe Kiva, who learns out every extra vav, so it's got, the Misa, practically speaking, we have six sources to learn out from. Okay? What are the six sources 
to learn out from. What's coming to put a tzava on her, a command on her, and one's coming to put a command on him. Now what does it mean a command? The same way the water enters her, somehow by the watering entering her, the curse enters him too. One's coming to um, um, create, to, to make Asiya Dida, the, uh, the implosion that she's going to go through. And the other one's going to go through the Asiya Dida. Okay, so you have both the prohibition and now we have the, the activity of the probe. What's going to happen to him? And one's going to give us the yidiyas, the knowledge of what happens to her. And the other one's going to give us the knowledge of what happens to him. Which means, the same way when she implodes or explodes both. It starts with the thigh, moves on to the stomach. The, the eyes start to bulge. The face starts to sink. His death also functions in that manner. Not only is he going to be killed, but... It's going to be clear to everybody how he's dying. Right? It's going to be the same event that that happens uh, that happens to both of them. Okay. The Rebbe, but according to Rebbe, again, Rebbe was arguing, and he doesn't darshan the extra vavin. He was darshan the repetitions. He's not going to have six sources. The Rebbe tlosa We're dealing with three uh, three cross three pasuk. One is to give us the mitzvah, what we need to do as far as drinking. And one's carrying it out, and the other one is for knowledge, to know the information about uh, how it's going to play out. Not necessarily for the husband, but certainly how it's going to play out for her. He says, one second. We just explained that there's a machlaikas between Rebbe, Akiva, and Rebbe, which is, do we make a drasha from Vav? Rebbe Kiva said we do darshan vavs. Rebbe said we don't darshan vavs. If you darshan vavs, we have six sources to teach me. Three for her, three for him. Right? A tzavah for her, tzavah for him. Asiya for her, asiya for him. Yediyah for her, yediyah for him. That was Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe doesn't darshan vav. So he just has three. He doesn't have all the extra vavs. And it's all, it, all of them has to do with her. So it says the Gemara... Rebbe seems to agree that the husband's also going to implode, that the adulterer is also going to implode. But he doesn't have a source for it. Rebbe never told us that he argues, and I say the adulterer won't die. He never said that. So the assumption is he'll agree with what's going to happen, but if he's going to agree with what's going to happen, what's going to be his source? Rebbe Kiva has sources, the extra vavs. Rebbe doesn't darshan extra vavs. So what's going to be his source? To teach me that the same way she, that she's going to be killed, he's also going to be killed. So the Gemara says, me the Tanya. Rebbe learns it out from the following Brisa. Lats voice beten. This is when the Kayan warns of what's going to happen. Her beten, her stomach, is um, is going to lower. The lanpil yerech and her thighs are going to fall. Bitnoi v'yerechai shabayel. He says, you should know, Latzvay's beten is both a male expression 
And it's referring to the adulterer. Maybe it's referring to her and not him. The other Pesach says it in, in female form. We already know what's going to happen to her stomach and her thighs. What's with the male expression as well in the Pesachim? Okay? It's referring to the stomach and the thigh of, of the, uh, of the boil of the adulterer. Okay. Now, if you want to see the exact psukim, anybody who here has a Torah or Hasholim on the side, okay, on the side of the binding, you'll find yeah. it says all the psukim. So look at Pasuk Vav. Look at Pasuk Vav in the Torah or Hasholim. Yeah? The Hishka Samayim. There you go. The Hishka Samayim, right? So this is, this is Perek Hei, Pasuk of Zayim. The Torah says, Vehishka Samayim, she drinks the water. Vahaisan, it'll be, Imnitma. If she's Tomei, V'Timo Mal Be'isha, and she was Mal, she ruined the Kedusha, the holiness of her marital relationship, Uvova Amayim Amarim, then the bitter waters will enter her, Lamarim V'Tzavsa Bitna, right? And her stomach starts to go, V'Nafla Yerecha, and her thighs start to fall, V'Haisa Isha La'ola Be'Karavam, and she's cursed amongst her people. Now look at, at, at Bez in Torah Hashem. Now look at the second Pasuk. Look at the second Pasuk. Bez, move up. Move up to Bez. Okay. Now this is also in Bamidbar Parake, dealing with the Saita. You see, you see Bez over there? Uvo'u Hamayim. Okay. The Pasuk says, Uvo'u Hamayim Hama'arim Ha'ela. These waters come, enter. Bime ayich in your innards, latzvois baten the lanpil yarech. You see the difference in the two verses. The first pasuk we said vitzavsa bitna v'nafla yarecha. That's female. This other pasuk says lanpil latzvois baten the lanpil yarech, which is male. So says Rebbe, I don't need the extra valves of Rebbe Akiva to tell me what's going to happen to him in the ver- in all the verses of Saita. It, one's male, one's female, so the Torah's learning from there that it's going to happen to her, it's going to happen to him. It's not the extra vavs. But now in classic Amara form, what are we going to do? We'll play ping pong. And we're going to say, okay, so Rebbe Akiva has his source, Rebbe has his source, what's their issues with the other ones? How, what are they going to do? Says the Gemara of Eidach, what about Rebbe Akiva? The reason why it's not female form is because in the first pasuk where it's male, the Kayan's just talking about the actual stomach and thigh and letting her know what happens. You say like this. The thigh. The stomach. But it doesn't mean, says Rabbi Akiva, his thigh, his stomach, the thigh, the stomach. No reason to write it in female form. We're letting her know what happens after, you drink the, after the water's drunk. So Rabbi Akiva's going to say the fact that it's written in male form is not a proof that anything happens to the adulterer. You can't use that as a proof. The Idach, and what about Rebbe? He says, no, I could, because Imkain, still could have wrote it in female form. He, in other words, the Kohen could say to her, you know, uh, uh, your stomach and your thigh, which is, and she's a female. Okay? My beten v'yarech, Say Says the Gemara, maybe the entire Pasuk, 
is coming to teach me to include the bayel, says the Gemara, in Cain, if that would be the case, then it should have said specifically his stomach and his thigh. My beten v'yarech, shma mino tarti, lets us know both, okay? Um, what are the two things that we're learning out? Number one, how the curse plays out, starts in the thigh, moves to the stomach, or starts with the stomach, moves to the thigh, right? uh, beten and then yarech, because that touches first, beten right, and um, and the other one's letting me know to include the bayel. Okay. But Lamaisa, what we just done is clarify Rabbi Akiva's source. We've clarified Rebbe's source. We've clarified why each one has a problem with the other one. And bottom line, we have machlaikas. Okay. We have a machlaikas as to what the makar is. And that's fine. As long as each one's, as long as each one makes sense, it's Peseder. We're happy. Okay, back to the Mishnah. We also said on that day, Amr Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua says, Kach hoyadoresh Zechariah. This is how, how Zechariah uh, ben Akatsov made the drasha. Okay, Tanur rabbis learned, and so should we. Shalash pa'amim, there's three times by Saita, ha'amurim beparsha, that it says, im nitma'ah, Nitma'ah, vinitma'ah. It says, nitma'ah, vinitma'ah, nitma'ah. Okay. Now, um, why does it say the word nitma'ah three times? Why do I need, uh, why do I need three times? Now, the three nitma'ahs, by the way, if you want to just look in the psukim again, with Ahmed Bez is short, so that's why I'm, I'm comfortable taking the time over here. If you look at, at, um, Dalit hey and vav in the psukim in the Torah or Ashalim on the side again. Yeah, let's look, let's look at the psukim in the Torah. We we'll look at Dalit hey and vav. So Dalit is zois teras hakenais. Zois teras hakenais. This Torah of kenais. Asher tishta isha tachas isha that a woman uh, makes herself impure under her husband. Vinitma, she made herself impure. That's it says Vinitma there. Let's keep learning. And she made herself tummy. Okay, or she didn't. Next Pasuk. It'll check her. Alright? So you have three times where it says, and she became tummy. She became impure. She became defiled. Okay. Again, it's a, when he has a ruach kina, when he has a spirit of uh, jealousy that, that uh, he warns her about. And then we say the water's going to check her. And it is if she's Tomei, she'll, you know, she'll, she'll die from it. And then it says, these are the halachas of a woman who was nitma. Three times as nitma. What's with the three nitmas? So here we go. Echad lebal. One nitma tells me she's ushered to her husband if she willingly had an affair. Another pasuk is telling me she's ushered to the adulterer if she willingly had an affair. If if she willingly had an affair. Yeah. And the third pasuk is telling me that she's ushered to eat truma. If you're in a state of saita and you're married to a kayan, you're no longer allowed to eat truma. What? Huh? 
Why? That's pretty push Why is that push You're still married to, your husband's still a coin. Well, yeah, but she, we're, we're, we're condemning her, we're, we're putting her up, we're put, putting what? her up on the, uh, right. you know. You're putting her up against the wall. Yeah. The whole relationship right? is put on hold. We're, 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 the relationship's put on hold, but we're just dealing with a suffix. Well. It's a suffix. There's, well, a, there's a chance to, that she's innocent. And if she's innocent, no, but she has to clear it up. I mean, it, I mean, it's not that not that she can't have forever, but like for right now. Okay, so what's? Uh, okay. So I'll, I'll, I mean, no, but I'll tell you the thing. I can understand. It's not a big deal. I'll, I'll tell you. You're asking a good question. You're you're saying, why do I need a Vinitva to tell me this? I'll tell you where we're, where we're at right now in the Gemara. We're going to keep going with where we're at right now. What we know is that if a woman ruined the relationship and they're going on they're, she's on her way out the door of the marriage she cannot eat she cannot eat shuma anymore okay over here we're going to have a unique this is a very unique halacha in that we consider her married but the, I like the word that Rabbi Rabizka is using in that we're, we're on hold it's, it's very strange and I don't know where else you have, where you're married, but we like pushed a pause button on the marriage. What is that? Where does that leave them? Where does that leave her? There's no clarity in that space of pause. And that's where Venitma is coming to tell me to lean towards the problem, uh, to, to lean towards no truma. Because she's, she's completely married to him. And we don't know that she's tummy. There's a, you know, we don't know what she's telling me. I, I think that just to, to keep it simple, the Kiddush here is that we just have a whole new setting. No, I mean, I can... We have, we have a new I setting. Can, I can understand. Different Rabbi Akiva, this is the opinion of Rabbi Akiva. I'm Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel says Rabbi Akiva, Kavu I don't need these three psukim because of a Kavu Chaymer. Uma grusha shemutaris l'truma, asura l'kahuna, zusha asura b'truma, ina din sha'asura... So a kavachaymer should tell us that the saita is not allowed to uh, to marry a kain, and if she's not allowed to marry a kain, I don't need a, a pasuk to exclude this. Okay, so Bishmal is going to argue on this svara of Rabbi Akiva. Okay, again that uh, she, she you know that she's ushered to marry into the kahuna b'seder. All right, Rabbi Shmuel finds that pasha. Remember the second passage that we learned, it says, if she became Tame and if she didn't become Tame. Imnitma, if you know that she was Tame, Lama Shaisa, why is she drinking? Imlainitma, if you know she wasn't Tame, Lama Mashke, why is she drinking? By definition, the whole parsha of sight is that we don't know what happened. So why is the Torah writing it as if we know what happened? Imnitma this, Imlainitma that. Just say if you don't know. The Torah is letting us know that just the suffix itself is what's causing the uh, is what's uh, causing the is the prohibition over here. Meaning, like Rashi is explaining, until we figure out what exactly is uh, what exactly is going on, the um, the the purpose of Saita is. purpose of Saita is here to like solve a whole 
the best word I could comes to my mind is like solve the whole Indian, like to solve the whole the whole Indian, the whole topic, like the whole the whole setting over here. It's not just here to find out whether or not she had relations. The, what, what's happening by drinking the the mesaita is that there are so many things that are dependent on whether or not that yichud ended up with uh, you know with relations. Okay, so as long as we have that suffix. She's going to be usher, and once the suffix removed, then if she didn't do anything, only then could we say that it is. Uh, c- can we say that it is mother? Says the Gemara, From here you learn out also lisheretz. You can make a. You can make a, a svara. You can make a, a. You could use logic and dan also for hilchis sheretz. What does it mean by hilchis sheretz? That if you have a suffix about whether or not somebody is tame from touching one of the eight rodents that give off tumma in the Torah, by a site we don't consider a shaygig to be like a mazin. Okay. Now, what do you mean shaygig like a mazin? If a woman willingly has relations, she's also to her husband. If it was mis- if she mistakenly had relations, she's mutter to her husband. Now, how can you mistakenly have relations? Thought it was her husband. So, uh, what's that? Thought it was her husband. Yeah, whatever it was, she thought it was her husband. Uh, Rashi gives a gives a case where the room was specifically dark. The whole thing was was unintentional. Va'inus karatzin, or in Ainus to be just like a site. Site also shaykh amazing. Va'inus karatzin, but still also ba safek vaday. When she's in a state of safek, she's a safek saita. We make her like a vaday, and we say. You're forbidden to your husband, forbidden to the adulterer, forbidden for truma. And in all the other cases, we're lenient with her. Sheretz, she'asib b'shayge k'mezid, v'ayin iskaratzin. By sheretz, where we make a shayge like k'mezid, and a'ayin iskaratzin. Whether I touch the sheretz on purpose, whether I touch sheretz by mistake, I'm still tummy. Which is not true by a woman who had relations with a man. It makes a big difference whether it was on purpose or by mistake. If you walk out of a dark room and it turns out you touch the sherets, you're tummy. If a woman walks out of a dark room having relations with a man who she thought was her husband and turns out it wasn't, she's not tummy. She's not tummy. No, she's not tummy. It was a mistake. It was a mistake. It's not, it's not considered uh, uh, intentional, so it's not, it's not tummy. So you see, sherets is more machmir than a woman, uh, a woman who has relations. She ain't I didn't. She asked by suffolk. How much more so should we make a suffix kibadai? Should we make a suffix like a vadai? Umimakaim shabasa, and from the place that we're coming, referring to Saita, I'll say, another Saita again is the source of logic, as we're saying by Saita, where we're usually so lenient by a woman who doesn't do anything intentional. But here, when there's a doubt, we're very strict on her, so do by, by Sheretz. Says Gemara, let's look at the halacha of Saita itself. And we'll say, Ma Saita just like a Saita is only Tame, is only even a, a doubt when you have a Rishusayachid. What's a Rishusayachid? She only becomes a Saita if she had Yichud with one other man. She goes into a room, it's her, it's him, nobody else there, now you could become a Saita. Avshar, it's Rishusayachid. Chavar, remember. We learned in our last Masechta, and this is something that we've come across previously, a general rule by Tumah. If Suffolk Tumah, if I'm in doubt about whether or not I became Tumah, 
Am I tummy? It depends. If it's in Rishos Hayachid, a private property, you're tummy. If it's in a public place, you're tar. It's fascinating. Geography, Paskins, whether or not I'm tummy. Why? The source to all those halachas was Saita. Because by Saita, she becomes tummy only at a suffix. We're in doubt whether she had relations, but it's only suffix when there's a Rishos Hayachid. So we'll say, Afsharetz Rishos Hayachid. This halacha should only apply. That uh, we're, we're uh, tummy by a suffix in Rishos Hayachid. Uma Saita Dover Sheish by Dasli Shol. And just like a Saita, we can talk to her about whether or not she had relations. Afsharetz Dover Sheish by Dasli Shol. I would say that it's that the only time we're going to be, uh, you know, be concerned is when we have the ability to uh, to ask somebody about what's going on. Okay, meaning if you have somebody holding a sheretz that possibly touched somebody else. Umikan Omru, from here the Chum say davar sheish by dasli shoel. If you have the ability to ask um, uh, somebody whether or not there was tumah there. But if there's something that doesn't have das to be asked, at a suffix, it's going, uh, it's going to be tar. So what the Gemara just did over here is basically qualify Amad Aleph, right? Again, because on Amad Aleph, we said, from the fact that we learn out Sheretz from Saita, we'll say... That just like by Saita, which usually we're, we're lenient on, we're so strict over here, how much more so by Sheretz? But this is only true when you can ask. That's the extra qualification that the Gemara is adding to, uh, the Gemara is asking to our uh, uh, original statement. The Rebbe Shmuel, and Rebbe Shmuel, he says, Amar Rebbe Akiva, he, uh, he's, uh, what is Rebbe Shmuel going to do? Rebbe Shmuel says, Amar Rebbe Akiva, Truma. Rabbi Akiva said that the three times it says Venitma, what is that coming to forbid? The husband, the adulterer, and Truma. So Rabbi Akiva says she's not allowed to eat Truma. And Rabbi Shmuel says that she's usher to marry Kahuna. Says the Gemara, I don't understand why she's usher to marry Kahuna. Why are you saying it like that? Rabbi Akiva never talking about marrying a Kayan. All Rabbi Akiva said is... She's usher to the husband, she's usher to the adulterer, and she's usher to Truma. Says Rabbi Shmuel, oh yeah, and Kavachaymer, she can't marry a Kayan. Says the first of all, n- nobody was talking about marrying a Kayan. Visu, and furthermore, the Rabbi Akiva, Kahuna Menale. Okay? Um, <laughs> Rabbi Akiva, um, who uh, uses the Venitmas to teach me Truma, how's he taka gonna know? That a saita is not allowed to uh, is not allowed to marry a kain. Now, why would a saita be allowed to marry a kain? I'll give you the case. Because they'd have to get divorced, so to be a grusha. So then she's also to a kain, right? But or it, the, huh? But, but then he can marry. Oh, uh, well, what were people saying back then? What? Well, what? Husband died. He said. That's right. Before drinking. Oh, before drinking. Before drinking. Before drinking. Let's say he had kinoy and stira. They're bringing her to the Beis HaMikdash to drink, and the husband dies. So now she's a Saita who's widowed. And the water ain't going to help. She's not going to drink, because the husband's not here. But she is a... Suffolk. She's a Suffolk Saita, but she's an Almana. A Kayan's allowed to marry an Almana. If her husband would die, 
before drinking, she doesn't drink. She doesn't drink. Right, because the husband has to be the one to give her the drink. So if the husband's not around, we learned that before, so she's now a widowed Saita. A Kayan's allowed to marry a widow. Says Rabbi Yishmol, no, 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 no. Rabbi Akiva made a drasha. She can't eat truma. Says Rabbi Yishmol, well, she also can't marry a Kayan. If she were to become an almana, if she were to become a widow. Says the Gemara, according to Rabbi Akiva, how would he know that they can't get married? Rabbi Akiva just says she's not allowed to eat truma. How would he know she can't marry a Kayan? If you're going to tell me that's simple, because think about it. If you tell me that once she's married to a Kayan, she can't eat truma, how much more so should we not allow her to marry a Kayan top of tomorrow's dav? Because we, can, we, we treat a suffix zaina like a regular zaina because we make her usher to the husband until we clarify. Truma nami Then Rebekiva shouldn't need venitma even by truma. Sharei also basafik zaina kezaina. So we're, uh, we're back to square one, which is what's going to be Rabbi Akiva's, uh, what's going to be Rabbi Akiva's source that she's not allowed to marry a kite. So let's get the Gemara's answer, then we'll hold it here for today. It says the Gemara, Allah, rather the Rabbi Akiva, according to Rabbi Akiva, there are actually four nitmas. Chad Labal, Chad Labayel, Okay? Now, what's the fourth one? We're going to include the, the Tumma of the Imlainitma. Remember, the Pasuk said if she becomes Tame, then she's, uh, right, she's, uh, she's going to die, right? She'll implode. And if she's not Tame, she can stay with the husband. But it says the word Nitma again. So it says, Chad Labal, Chad Labayo, Chad Lakuna, Chad Lachuma, Rabbi Shmuel, Klasik, Rabbi Rabbi Kiva says, no, we're just looking at three, uh, three psukim. Now, remember, the nitma has a, has a vav. Rabbi Kiva darshans the vavs. So Rabbi Kiva, the vav, is going to be included. Uh, Rabbi Shmuel doesn't agree with that, and therefore he still has three. Chad Labal, Chad Labayo, Chad Lachuma, Hukuhuna, Asya, Mikal, Bachaymer. Bottom line is, Rabbi Shmuel and Rabbi Kiva agree to the halachas. They agree she's forbidden to the husband. They agree she's forbidden to the adulterer. They agree that if her husband dies, she cannot marry a Kayan. And they agree she cannot eat Shuma if she is married to a Kayan. The sources of how they know it, Rabbi Kiva learns out from the three Venitmas plus above, and Rabbi Shmuel is learning it out from three Venitmas plus a Kavachaymer. That's, that's uh, how we're clarifying the Machlaikas. Okay, we'll hold it here for today. Best time tomorrow, we will continue on with this Machlaikas. Have a wonderful, wonderful evening, everybody.